Character interview segment. I'm your host, Nigel Kellist. This will be a bit different than the usual SFRT podcast because instead of the authors you love talking about various subjects, they will instead be channeling their characters. I'm coming to you via the brain of DC Ballard, and while I may be purple and have one horn, I don't eat people. I have six eyes, after all, not one. That's my cousin you're thinking about. Our first guest today are two characters conjured up by Bonnie Milani. Please help me in welcoming Nikki Santolongo and Sam. Sam, Nikki, welcome. Did I get the last name right? Hi, hi, that's, this is, this is Nick, that's Sam. He was just saying hello. Um, yeah, Santolongo, we're fine. Oh, uh, all right. Um, uh, I'm, kind of glad i'm not an arachnophobe because uh (laughs) sam you're a lot bigger in person than i expected this says nine feet yep wow i got Um, a he left his vocoder at home so he forgot so i gotta translate for him uh, all right um well we'll definitely lean on you for that uh sam i understand you've been trying to stay off the radar of the queen (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's he's he's. You just gave him shivers. <laughs> That's something I, I uh, my notes suggest that might shorten your lifespan a bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's quivering right now. I'm, I, I'm not going to say anything, but wait, wait, I have to go dig him out from his web. He's trying to spin a web and and, and hide. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to scare him like that. I'm just trying to understand. Uh, clearly, that it's definitely not a necessarily a positive thing in his mind. <laughs> Well, it kind of sort of depends. Because, see, male sissies, when they get ready to mate, they get all hyped up. They I mean, they just glow and they dance. They dance like you would not believe. You have to see eight legs going at one time to really appreciate a dance. Well, but I did then, date a Mongolian once, but that's <laughs> a whole different thing. <laughs> yeah. Sam, Sam, Sam's got other ideas. He's... He, he, you know, he really wants to be a pirate, I think. A pirate? A pirate. I think he really wants to be a pirate. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He just poked his head out of his web. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He likes that idea. That really caught his interest. All right. Well, that's cool. So I'm kind of curious because Sam fascinates me. I mean, I'm. we've got a ginormous, I mean, he looks kind of like a house spider almost. And I, and uh, I've I've got something that says uh, a house bug. Yep. I'm not sure exactly what that means. It seems kind of derogatory, actually. Well, you know, we we it's it's I don't I'm know sorry. what you know, I don't know how you guys do it in other worlds, but on Sisyphus, about there's there's not a whole lot of things that a human can do on Sisyphus and live to talk about, you know. So hmm. the. What we've done is we've worked out a way, or my mod is, because Ma's the director of the, of the planetary system here for humans. And what Ma did, she worked out a, a, an arrangement. So we raise the male sissies for the local queens. But Sam was just so cute from the time we got him. And I was a baby, he was a hatchling. So Ma just raised us together. And oh, wait. Yeah, well, yeah I'm not going to repeat that one. So we, 
So, you know, he's more family, but generally the house bugs just do everything. They're, they're like what I see in these, these, these vids from Earth and never did see Earth, but I, I keep hearing it's a great place. Um, I see these vids on Earth that you'd have what used to be called servants. And the servants would take care of like the house and the yard and grasses, which gives me shudders. I can't imagine walking across grass. It's just, oh my God, it doesn't eat you. Um, no, that's, that's yeah. what I hear, um, yeah. at least. But that's what our bugs, so our bugs just take care of stuff. And they, they spin their silk and they spin our domes and they eat the noshers, which is grazing. And, and, oh, wait, 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 Sam, I think, Sam, I, yeah, Sam just got one. We're okay. Got what? A nosher. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know what that is. A nosh- oh, you don't know our noshers? Oh, you no. got to us. You'd be the first man on this planet in the last six months. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm not human myself, so you know. Oh, I, well, uh, maybe you'd be okay then. Yeah. See, we we got grass on Sisyphus, but the grass is carnivorous, and it's really sensitive to moisture because the planet is so arid. So what happens is that if any kind of moisture, sweat, tears, anything, anything that's moist at all, will attract the spores, and, it's, and once that spore lodges anywhere. The nosher plant can grow from a seed the size of a grain of sand to seven feet fanged voraciousness in about three minutes. And they Suddenly can- I have visions of uh, the old Earth movie, Little Shop of Horrors. Feed me, feed me. That, that, I, yeah, I saw that. I remember seeing that in, in one of my um, history vids. Yeah, that, that, that sort of sounds like a nosher, except that they grow in swarms. Yeah, that sounds absolutely terrifying. And I thought my world was harsh. <laughs> That's why we're a penal colony, because nobody has to worry about guards or gates or anything else. Nobody, nobody tries to escape the colony. Doesn't sound like you would uh, fare very well for very long if you did. Not long. No, no. But if you use spiders, so if we use the sissies, you know, we can travel fairly well. If you use armored cars, you can travel fairly well, but you don't leave without the armor. Right. And being on the back of a nine-foot spider probably keeps you pretty safe away from that stuff. So, uh, well, that's a gun and a china machete. They, they, the combination works real well. All right. There you go. So um, I'm I'm really fascinated by sissies, I'm assuming, because the, the world's name is Sisyphus. Is that right? Yep. After the whole, what was it, Earth Greek, I think? It, I, going with my history is not that great, but I think... There's some guy way, 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 way back who did something really stupid to one of the gods that they used to have, something like stealing fire, and he got punished by having to push a rock up a hill, and every time he got to the top of the hill, a rock just slid right on back down. Well, yeah, that's that's you know, that's Sisyphus. It really is out to get you. Wow. Yeah, that that sounds like a terrible fate to have, which makes sense why you'd name the planet that. It, it sounds like it's... Uh, the planet is generally out to eat you. It is, um, yes. So the sissies, uh, are they carnivorous, omnivorous? Well, they're omnivorous. Um, basically, their their primary food stuff are the noshers. So they, oh. they, they, they just, they see a nosher, which makes it great because you never have to worry about feeding a sissy. The noshers will do that for you. Throw some sweat in the direction of some grass. <laughs> Walk around, be just be nervous, be hot, doesn't matter. You don't have to even drip. You just have to generate the moisture. Oh, wow. Um, 
breathe too hard, breathe out too hard, you can do it. Breathe in too hard, you can be sorry. So we will, we do patrol. Sam and I generally patrol together because anything that's not actually stoned or sealed, Anasha will get into. We don't have any fat colonists. So I keep seeing these vids of fat people, people anywhere. And it's like, never seen a fat person. We don't have any. Of course, if you it, you know, when you're running for your life half the time, tend to stay, stay pretty skinny. I have an uh, obsession with uh, old uh, Earth vids and, and whatnot. And that reminds me of one of my more favorites. Uh, it, humans have this obsession with this zombie uh, hmm. thing. What's um, a zombie? It, it's basically a human that uh, the brain is kind of broken. Sometimes they're deads and brought back to life and they're just shambling things that sounds um, like how Ma describes human men i don't know i've known some uh, fairly decent human men but huh. you really um, you got so because we did we never get them over here they, they we're an all-woman colony oh well that uh, that actually leads me into one of my next questions because you did kind of imply that earlier and i was wondering wondering about that so it's just a female colony all you, female sam's, never, you know, sam's the only man i've ever known now i do have a note that he steals your books what's that about he does he is a, oh what um, he's saying i steal his but that's not true i get it i can die. maybe steals a heavy word oh, we, mooch. we mooch a lot but okay. don't tell anybody don't tell the local queen but he's a romantic he's a hopeless romantic so he got hold of one of my romance novels it was one of these ones set way back on old earth where they were using uh, machetes. Oh, they call them swords. And he's been trying to make a sword and do these crazy looking bows and sweeping his antenna across the floor. And you know, I don't think it translates too well. Uh, I, I suppose it depends on the audience. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think that as someone that is, put off by a nine foot spider is going to uh, quite understand his intent. <laughs> well, see the, the women all do, but we, we, ha- we get a, like a, a shipment comes in every month. So you, know, you can't really grow anything on Sisyphus, at least not for very long. And uh, irrigating is like, not going to happen. Yeah. So, that, that seems like a bad idea with those nauseas. Yeah, the, the sewer system, the toilet system is, is a real, real fun experience. So we get supplies in every about once a month. And usually the spaces that come in, um, I keep hearing you know, from, you know, off-world communication and whatnot. They keep saying spaces are really friendly. We can't get them off the bloody ship. So I keep trying, trying to figure out what, what we can do to see how, you know, this works. And Sam wants so much to get on a ship and nobody will let him on. I've been on a, a few ships. Even a cruise ship is really space restrictive. So okay. that might be that might be part of the problem because there's he's big. <laughs> they can squish. They squish. Oh, wait, 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 huh? Oh, well, oh, Sam. Sam says he squishes really well, so he's pretty good in confined spaces. He just sort of like spread spreads out, you know. He's hmm. like long. He long elongates. Okay, well, that, that might get him down a passageway, but you know, it's mostly going to be built uh, at. Just human scale. I'm assuming it's a human ship, of course. Yeah, so I just told him that. I didn't see that. He's snapping his pincers at me. He doesn't. I don't think he believes me. <laughs> well, 
he'd probably end up spending most of his time in a cargo bay. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, because that's not too bad. You know, he could he could do that. He could spin a web. See, he's real cooperative. The problem is that we can't get the station to open the gate and let him in. I'm assuming he's strong. Mm, oh yeah. Uh, how how much gravity is there on uh, Sisyphus compared to like old Earth? It's it's like Earth normal. Earth normal, okay. So can he like pick up a truck? Don't think he's ever tried that. Because mm, the stronger he is, because I'm, I'm assuming he moves, you know, heavy heavy stuff for you. The sissies mm. do. You know, it's funny because with Sisyphus, it either slides on its own, like our rocks out here. We got a local mountain range. Mountain range is the Gotcha Mountain Range because. It'll get you. It sounds like the whole planet will get you. but yeah. All the rocks host a biofilm that's the slipperiest substance known in the human commonwealth. So if you try to climb the rocks, they will slip. But when one slips, it will bring the rest of the mountainside down on top of you, too. Ooh. Um, so they're just kind of perched there precariously. And, and it shifts and changes. It changes shape on a regular basis. The whole mountain range does. Until nighttime, because in nighttime, once the sun sets and the moons come up, well, the, the biofilm gels and it's really sticky. So if you're on the mountainside at night, you're going to stick to wherever you are. So we. So you're, you're either sliding to your doom or you're stuck there. You're stuck for the other creatures that do live in the mountains and like to go hunting at night. And they probably are standing on sharp little points like uh, Sam, who can therefore maneuver around that without yep. problem. The sissies don't have a problem. They got see they've evolved here. They got the reflexes for these, but for humans, it's it's a bit of you know it's a little bit tricky. I've well, done it, but one but one voluntary, I can tell you that. I hear that. You might be able to convince the spacers to at least let him help load stuff on and off especially if they have a problem with one of their auto loaders or something, they might need help moving one of the, you know, the big crates and stuff, assuming he's strong enough. And you got, you've got him hopping up and down. You just, you just gave him ideas. (laughs) Maybe that was not such a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, stop, stop, stop. Whoa, Sam. Well, okay. Okay. All right. When he gets excited and he jumps, we tend to, you know, the walls tend to shake and, I'm a little bit nervous here about the wall shaking. I don't want to wake anything up that might be on the other side. I'm not too worried about it. Um, <laughs> but um, the way you're explaining the planet does explain why I was uh, instructed to pay the extra money for a class 10 force field, <laughs> which seemed a bit extreme at the time. But, you know, I, I, I did what the experts said. and Well, we, we got you protected, too, because what you, what you can't see is we have a ring of sissies guarding this area so that if anything makes it's not likely anything will make you pass it but you just watch out for anything that looks around and bulbous and has leaves and is snapping at you i don't think you can bite through a force field well i certainly hope not if it can that's a whole well, bag of problems we've got most things that don't grow in sisyphus are poisonous to sissies that's why humans are able to colonize here because the sissies can't eat us oh i and, they're smart enough to know that the problem, we, the, we're poisonous to the plants too, but they're too dumb to know if so by the time they figure it out, they've already eaten you. At which point you're dead and so are they. Right. This was in the wrong sequence. Right. That's interesting. Do you happen to know what it is that makes that um, the case? Uh, is it, you know, just like different base pairs? Um, are we like their cyanide and vice versa? 
Kind of, sort of. I, th- I think what Ma says is that it's all a protein, so we're all proteins, but we're the wrong proteins. And so they can't digest us, and we really disrupt their digestive system, and it's not a happy experience for anybody. That makes sense. That makes sense. Also, yeah. Hugh is finding that out, though. I, I can imagine that uh, probably cost a few people their lives. Mm. Usually does early on in a colonization. Also, yeah. uh, Hugh their lives, too. I'll bet. Fortunately, they were all male, so nobody cared. But see, <laughs> see, nobody. we get one female. There's one female matriarch who rules a territory. All the other sissies in that territory will be male. And then they, the males will compete, most of them. And I'm getting dirty looks here from Sam. But most of them will compete for the right to mate, even though they know that when a female sissy mates, she then eats her male. She eats her mate. And then uses his liquefied remains to feed her new round of hatchlings. That's very um, standard insectoid, as far as my science is concerned, and also terrifying. And I'm with you, Sam, when it comes to that. I'm I'm lucky my species doesn't doesn't do that. (laughs) Yeah, you 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 just made a friend over here. Humans just don't seem to understand. When, you, when Sissy wants to hug you, it's really a friendly thing, mostly, generally. Uh, yeah. Uh, again, I think it's just, you know, again, I'm not human, but I know humans, and a lot of them have this ancestral thing with spiders because yeah, they have do. a lot of spiders on, the, on their world, and a lot of them were very, very venomous. Yeah. Well, the thing for Sissies is that, I, I, I think a lot of people see we had a, a, a problem a couple of years ago where Ma has had, you know, we don't you know, give you vid monitors, right? So you talk to whatever world you're talking to. And well, Sam kind of sort of poked his head into the vid in, in around Ma's shoulder into the vid monitor. And well, we heard the reaction on the other side of the colony. And since then, we have been requested to keep the vid monitors off. So the monitors are active, but we got voice only. So I don't get to see anybody. Wow. That's the the thing. They, a lot of humans, they're they've got this instinctive reaction to spiders because their world has got all the all sorts of arachnids of varying types, and most of them have venom of some form, anywhere from just painful to lethal. They're not big creatures, but a lot of humans are arachnophobes for that reason, or you know at least have a Whoa, that's a big spider. <laughs> See, Sam's not really big. The females are big. Sam's not that big. Sam's cute. He's like nine feet maybe, but he's you know, he's not right. He's he's cute to it. Hang on, I gotta scratch him. He's ticklish, so I gotta I gotta scratch him here. He's looking for some compliments. He seems like a really great guy. He's the best brother you could ever have. And you know, except when he steals my books, I want to back Sam. He says he's not done with it yet. <laughs> Well, you two are great. Like I was trying to explain, the you know the the spiders that humans are used to dealing with, you know, are small, coin sized. Sam's I'm trying to visualize that there. Maybe a couple centimeters, you know, and that's a big one. Oh, poor, poor, poor Sam. Don't, that's okay, Sam. Don't feel bad. He was just he was thinking he might have found some long lost relatives, but he said it wouldn't do any good. He couldn't talk to them. Unlike Sam, they're. You know, they're just little, they're bugs, they're little bugs, but they tend to be poisonous and humans have this natural 
terror reaction to them. So they see somebody like Sam, and a lot of humans will have a negative reaction, unfortunately. But how about your species? Your species sounds really cool. You got six eyes, right? I do. Oh, see, Sam, Sam is like, he's, he's, he's doing, he's giving you the full, full body bump there. He's got eight. Do well, you have eyelids? He doesn't have any eyelids. I do. And uh, they blink in as needed, but I can, p- part of our body language can, is, uh, you know, blinking different sets of eyes. Oh, cool. My species actually landed uh, as an arc ship where my species was just uh, frozen zygotes and such. And uh, we landed on a semi-habitable planet. Ooh, how do you get to that? You must have been in some place like Sisyphus' sister then. The planet was, you know, it's mar- it was, it's marginally habitable to most humanoids. Uh, and the automated uh, systems, you know, they made some tweaks to our genetics so that we could thrive on the world. Because that's kind of the way, what it was. It, it was just a ship that was shot off into the black and... Uh, when it found a world that was close enough, it landed, or in our case, crashed. So you ain't going nowhere. Oh, you're not going to come over and visit us then. My people have since grown and developed uh, technology and space flight and, and whatnot. Ooh. That's that's how I come to be here. Well, come visit us. We're friendly. I mean, well, we're friendly. And we kind of we tell you where to land, so you got a good chance of making it across the plane and coming into the colony. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, I'll definitely uh, take a quick look at that. We're going to take a quick break here so we can pay the bills, as it were. And uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to have uh, some more guests. So if you and uh, Sam will hang out for me, we're going to bring on a couple of other people and uh, meet them a little bit. And then uh, we'll jump in and uh, we'll have kind of a round robin so you can kind of get to know some uh, more people. I'm not even sure if we have any humans other than you on the show today. Well, that's okay. I'm used to being weird. <laughs> well, aren't we all a little bit? You know any guys? Human guys? <laughs> well, I know a few human guys, and they're nice guys. Uh, spacers, mostly. I mean, one of my uh, uh, recording crew's a human. Oh. But I think he's married. Oh. Oh, I won't, I won't tell you what Ma says about that. See, Ma's an ex-Marine. She has her own opinions about these things. Ah, well, yeah, maybe we can talk about that a little bit when we come back. Hello out there in podcast land. Nigel Kellist from the Sci-Fi Roundtable Character Interview Show. If you have enjoyed our show and want more of the characters we met, make sure you check them out in the books they were summoned from to grace our stage. Roxelle had been waiting more than a hundred years for her one and only lover to find his way to her door. When at last he appeared, he was a demon and not the least bit bothered by that teeny fact. The cards were adamant that their next step was to journey to places unknown to solve their problem, which was presumed to be a cure for his demonic affliction. But what if that wasn't the real problem? What if marriage to a demon was a key to solving her problems and finding out who she really was? A tarot queen, yes, but so much more. Tarot Queen by Stephanie Barr Find it at books2read.com slash tarotqueen. That's books2read.com slash T-A-R-O-T-Q-U-E-N. Mackie's House of Threk. We bring the gelt markets to you. 
That's right, everybody out there in podcast land, Ron, Slither, Hop, Teleport, whatever you need to do, just get over to Mechie's House of Threk. We offer anything under the six sons of Thael. That's right. Why risk a trip to the Gelt Markets in person? You've got the Yule Cup Pirates, if you're coming in from the Galactic Spinward, and Old Terran Yakuza from Anti Spinward. And that's the least risky part of getting there. Sure, once you get to the markets, you're relatively safe. Ha 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 ha. Unless you're organic. Then there's the Silton slimes that coat the back alleys. Don't touch unless you want to spend a year in quarantine. And that's if your world isn't one of those that's just going to kill you right out, just to be sure. While you can truly find anything at the market, is it really worth it? No, it ain't. Let us do that for you. For a minor markup, and it really isn't much, considering we are taking all the risk for you, Mechie's House of Threk will obtain whatever you want, and we do mean whatever you want, from the Gelt Markets, the U Bazaar, or just about everywhere else or anywhere else in the galaxy. Black Market, Brown Market, Down the Street Market, even the Asletian Tech Gardens. If you can pay the fee, that is, we are your go-to go-between. So don't risk it. Don't hire some merc or wannabe for a ridiculously inflated price. Our premiums are clear and don't change. Because we make the trip, we buy in for dozens, spreading the risk for us and you and putting you at ease. Because you ain't got to run the risk. We do it for you. We are discreet and licensed in all systems and territories. And for a fee, we will even deliver to Gahul. That's right. Mackie's House of Threk. We bring the Gelt Markets to you. Nikki Santalongo is 17, lithe, limber, and looking for love. Or at least a boyfriend. It's a challenge, since she lives in an all-woman penal colony. So when Handsome Jake arrives on the monthly supply ship, Nikki decides to make him her Prince Charming. With the help of her romance-infatuated adopted brother Sam, Nikki prepares to make Jake hers. There are only a couple of problems. Sam, the only guy she's ever known, is a nine-foot-tall sentient tarantula. The colony is located on the planet Sisyphus, a world where even the grass is out to get you. Oh, and Jake doesn't even know she exists. What could possibly go wrong? Cherry Pickers by Bonnie Milani. Find it on Amazon.com. Melgore's Store of Stores. We're the store that has more. Don't waste hours, even days, hunting for that specialty store that may or may not have what you need. Check Melgore's Store of Stores first. Our specially designed warehouses are your gateway to a thousand worlds and beyond. Need that special radish from Kevix 7 to get your mom's recipe just right, but can't get it imported for less than a year's salary? Come to Melgore's, and it'll be as if you bought it on Kevix 7. Perhaps you need some Grelic goo to hold that special someone to you just that extra bit longer as you dissolve them into your digestive patch. Check our selection of goos, globs, and adhesives for Grelic in green, blue, or even UV-active boosted. Need a few human fingers for that party next week? We have those and more, cloned and fresh cut. If you need it, we have it, or can get it. See the manager for special orders. Our proprietary portal technology allows you to shop as if you were on the world the item comes from. Because you just might be. Melgore's Store of Stores. The store that has more. All right. Thank you, everybody, for 
sticking with us. We're back here with uh, Sam and Nikki. Please help me welcome uh, two new guests uh, from the mind of Stephanie Barr, Roxelle, and Dante. Dante da Silva. Dante da Silva, okay. Do you mind if I call you Dante or do you? No. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. I hope your transport here wasn't too disorienting. Roxelle, welcome as well, of course. Hello. Hi. So, <laughs> Roxelle, Dante, the, this is uh, Nikki, and uh, the big spider is uh, Sam. Pleased to meet you both. Hello. Oh. Roxelle, uh, you're a tarot queen, is that correct? Yes. Is that a distinct species or, or is it like a subspecies or something like that i can't tell you for certain my mother came to this continent uh before i was born and she died when i was 18 so if there are more of us i'm not aware of it but i do know that the capability to read the cards is passed down from mother to daughter and has for generations. Well, that is definitely something fascinating I'm going to want to get into for sure. By the way, I absolutely love the uh, purple eyes, the violet eyes, but I'm kind of partial <laughs> to purple myself. I mean, just look at me. <laughs> I'm also partial to purple. Uh, the eyes came from my father, however. Oh, I see. Well, they're very striking, I must say. Now, I understand you're a twinge over 400. That's yes. pretty impressive. Uh, and I've got a note about a sexual demon residing in your person, possibly. Any glowing tattoos today? I do, in fact, have the sexual demon today. Uh, as you can see, they stand out more, I think, on, on my dark skin than they do on Dante. That's fascinating. A sexual demon. That, that's That's interesting. Now, I've been told that you're incapable of telling a lie, although creative truth-telling is within your capabilities. Uh, do you know why that is? It's the price for my power. If someone comes and asks for a fortune, I must tell them the truth. And so I am forbidden to tell a lie to anyone. I see. And if you were to succeed in telling a lie, you'd lose your power? I haven't tested that. Many of the restrictions that we are given... We don't really understand the implications until they've been broken. Ah, um, so I suppose that means that somebody may have in the past made that mistake and found out the hard way that that's a bad thing to do. Yes. I see. That seems logical. That is very interesting. Now, you, you mentioned scrying, reading cards, and other magics. Can you give us a little bit more about those types of abilities? The bulk of my power has to do with my cards. As you can see, they probably look blank to you on this side. They have been ensorcelled. Dante did it when we when I read first read his fortune. There's always a price, and this was the price for his first fortune. But I can see when I do a fortune moving scenes on the cards, depending on what they are. I can actually interact with the elements on the card. The cards have never been wrong. The scrying can also be correct. I can use water. I've used large pools of water. I've used small pools of water. And I have both a small and a large crystal ball that are quite effective. But 
with everything, even though the cards never lie, the scrying never lies, there is a potential for circumstances to change the future. So the so future is never set in stone. Possible outcome, not a set out, outcome necessarily. With the scrying, that is true. With the cards, even when they predict the future, if it turns out differently than you expected, it's because you misread the cards, but the cards have never been wrong. I see. My people don't know magic. As far as I know, we don't have the ability to do magic. But then again, what do I know? (laughs) The Tarot Queen can definitely be wrong. My mother misread the cards once with devastating results. She never really recovered her confidence after that. I see. I suppose I could see that happening. Dante, when it comes to you, I understand you're a half-demon? That must come with some serious bonuses. Uh, Can you tell us something about that? Do you heal faster? Can you control fire, possess people? I I really don't know. Um, I am a full demon. Full demon. Okay. Full demon. Full demon. And I can control fire. Create, use, manipulate, and I heal faster than normal. I also am very hard to kill. I have been burned at the stake. I have been decapitated, but it was not with a demon blade. And I once had to put my own leg back on. Roll that back again for me a second. You lost your head at some point? Yes, but it wasn't a demon blade. Which I'm assuming is what's necessary to actually make it permanent. That's correct. Well, lucky you. That must not have been a pleasant experience nonetheless. Irksome. But I did not suffer alone. (laughs) I'm sure you didn't. Now, I understand that you're a soldier. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, from what I'm gathering here in my notes, um, you're quite the uh, badass, so to speak. I'm a former soldier. Former. I uh, okay. retired without approval, but it suited my purposes at the time. However, the siege engines that I embedded are still in use by this country. And so far, no one has wanted to challenge our military might as a result. I see. Being, uh, it says here, uh, something over 700. I suppose you've uh, been around a little bit that people might be willing to give you a little bit more slack than uh, they might just some run-of-the-mill soldier. My age is not common knowledge. Oh, I see. My apologies. But you've definitely been around to see quite a few things, I'm I'm guessing. I have. How did you and uh, Roxel end up getting together? That seems like quite the story. Uh, you know, a, a full demon and uh, a tarot queen. That's quite the mix. My curiosity, when I had decided that the army had no longer held interest for me, uh, led me to the top of the mountain, and I found her cabin there. Curiosity caused me to open the door. It was locked. My curiosity caused me to open the door, and I saw Roxelle, who had uh, shed her outer garments, I suppose, for comfort, and that was enough for me. I see. Very angry. I was very angry. But when I saw he was a demon, I knew he needed help. So I made him tell me his problem, because he had tattoos all over him. Obviously, he was a demon. And the cards told me we were lovers. And I only get one. Wow. That, that, that's something. 
Only one. That is why I'm over 400 years old. Tarot queens don't age until we find our one lover. I see. So now you are aging? It's more complicated than that. When I met him, I was concerned. He was my one lover, and he was a demon. That seemed like a bad combination, so I was somewhat focused on trying to find a solution for his being a demon, but it turned out to be a good thing. And now we share our fates. So even though I might normally be aging faster, because my fate is shared with his, his longevity translates to you. Exactly. Well, that's outstanding. That would really suck to find your one lover that you're allowed by fate and then age out of it real quick. That would really suck. I was not, I was not happy with the notion of my beloved suddenly turning to dust after delivering me a child. That is not how I wanted our future to be. I can definitely understand that as a uh, father myself. That would just, that would rip my hearts out and shred them. And I had seen what devastation my father had gone through when my mother died in childbirth. I'm sorry to hear that. Now, I do have a note here for uh, two children, actually, Casa and Delos. Um, Who's keeping an eye on them while you're here this evening? My father, Ignis. All right. Ignis is a a demon himself, is is that right? he He is also a fire demon. Normally, it would be my cousin, Lara, who runs the Hertha Temple. But last time my children were there, they caused a bit of disruption. (laughs) So they have requested that since Casa can play with fire and Delos has a thing for finding treasure, we've been requested not to send them back there. (laughs) Quite the little scamps uh, you have there. Last time my father had them, he took them to his father for help. My grandfather is a dragon, and my dragon grandfather was not particularly pleased either. But Delos did find him new treasure, so he ended up, I think the correct term is, wrapped around their little fingers. Oh, dear. My children have actually introduced him to piracy. Oh, dear. I'm not not sure exactly what to do about that. That sounds something that Uh, like something that uh, Sam might be wanting to get in on. I have a note here as well that you have both, uh, you have two pets, Gus and Lucky. And apparently Gus is a cat that has been following you around for a long time. I don't believe in having pets. You're just being silly. Gus has been with you for how many decades? Uh, I I don't know if you know, Dante, but uh, I have a cat, and I'm still not exactly sure when that happened, but uh, cats tend to adopt us, not the other way around. (laughs) Gus just happens to be wherever I am. Yep, he's your cat. (laughs) Now, Roxelle, I would be remiss in not asking uh, you about the silver crescent moon on your forehead and uh, the dragon as well that you have. And I want to know how they got there. Was it some sort of magic uh, or was it something a bit more painful like uh, the pouring of liquid metal? I've heard some species do it that way. And I'm a bit of a wuss, honestly, when it comes to pain, if I'm being truly honest. Uh, So kind of hope it's something that didn't require agony because maybe then I could be convinced to uh, do such a thing. I'm afraid it was very painful. Oh, no. Uh, It does involve 
molded silver. Mine's a crescent moon. My mother's was a full moon. However, the dragon Dante installed, and he just used his enough of his flame to get it under my skin, and it was relatively painless. Okay, so more like a typical tattoo. The, I would consider that a, a fair comparison. Not that I've been tattooed except through the sex demon. Well, and I guess uh, that goes between the two of you from time to time. <laughs> it better. <laughs> That's really neat. So I'm fascinated by your world with magic and whatnot, but I do wonder what you think of uh, of Nikki and Sam. And uh, you know, just I mean, you've got a human girl and a nine foot spider. <laughs> the spider is adorable. I I just want to pet it. You can have one. Sam, he's bowing to you. He's sweeping his antenna across the floor to you. Adorable. Sam's my brother. You can't have Sam. But I know a couple of really nice housebugs who'd love to get out of the colony. Are they on the other continent? Well, they're on Sisyphus. Of course, you're going to have to... The trouble is that they only eat nostrils, so you want to take some nostrils, too. Uh, uh, transferring of uh, non-native plant life is potentially hazardous, especially to a world uh, where there's large bodies of water. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I just oh. consulted my cards. I can't have one. Well, you can come visit us. We always no. love to have company. You can't get company. We'd love to have some. I will consult my cards. Well, you can kick a senator in the, in the nasties, and, and that'll get you sent here real quick. <laughs> I was meaning to ask, Nikki, um, is there any way off world? Since we're a penal colony, we don't really get a lot of real nasty criminals here. Generally, it's political prisoners. You know, women who have uh, said no to the wrong people or chosen their relatives unwisely. And that's how Ma describes it. Um, chosen their relatives unwisely. I'm, so, I've but, seen that. That that sucks. Yeah. Um, so you can get off if you all you have to do is survive whatever your sentence is. You survive and then you get you can get out in the next supply ship. Okay. Now, how about yourself? Um, are you? Well, I think Ma's code got me triggered to be the next colony director i think i'm stuck but i want to get out of here i just i just want to i want to travel i want to meet a guy you know it's hard you know i'm 17 it's hard the 400 years went very slowly (laughs) don't tell me that i'm on the wrong end of it in my life i'll be 400 years and i'll still be trying to get off this planet at least you have sam that's it He's, he's thanking you. He's telling you what a brilliant and perceptive person you are. Shut up, Sam. Okay, I'll shut up. I'm going to get into trouble. Sam's poking me anyway. Okay. <laughs> Roxel, Dante, so your world is kind of small, so to speak. You're on, the, on just the one continent, on the one world. Have you considered the idea of worlds beyond yours? Not not necessarily, you know, on the other side of the sea, but, uh, you know, looking up. Yes, but we probably should explore this world first if we can get a babysitter that can watch our children for more than a few weeks. So far, childcare has been the holdup. Well, you can drop off out here. Housebooks are real good at babysitting. How do the uh, sissies react to fire? Very carefully. 
it, it's not really something we ever had a problem with because we're, a, you know, we're a tech oriented colony. So it's, we're, we're pretty much past the point of fire. There At least of, one of their kids is able to conjure fire. But the thing is, but Nashers, I know Nashers don't like fire. So the sissies would work with it. I'm, I'm telling you. This is working. I don't know. Maybe roast nasha would taste better. So I mean, they they definitely be willing to talk about it. Roast nasha. That that's an interesting idea. Uh, I wonder, Sam, what do you think of that idea? Uh, throw throw some nasha on the barbecue. See how that comes out. He's he's, he's thinking. Wait a minute. I, I can see the antenna are, are are waving there. Yeah, he says he thinks it's a pretty good idea. Oh. He's he's, uh, he's got the uh, he's he's definitely looking interested here. All right. Well, um, maybe I'll uh, drop you a shipment of some uh, barbecue briquettes and a and a barbecue. When you can uh, test drive that. You know, it's funny. We I got it. That is a great idea. I gotta go try that. Yeah, send your kids over here, honey. We will. We will do good with them. Well, if you can manage to uh, figure out a portal to the Sisyphus world, uh, that would definitely. Uh, be a possible solution for your child care issues. Just make sure you get your coordinates right because you don't want to land in the wrong spot. Uh, I'll true. ask the old one. But yeah, right? That and treasure? Anybody can find treasure on Sisyphus? They got it made. If there is treasure, Delos will find it. If there is treasure, he's welcome to. It's probably sitting under a matriarch someplace. <laughs> probably, which is probably someplace that uh, Sam wouldn't want to go. <laughs> Someplace Sam will try very hard to avoid, do you? <laughs> Wait, he just went back up the wall again. Like, come back down, Sam. Come down, come down, come down. You're okay. It's only talk. All right. He's fine. He's, he's nervous, but he's fine. Don't worry, Sam. It's, it is, as uh, Nikki said, just talk. We're not proposing taking you anywhere near that. I, I, <laughs> if anything, I think we're all on board with keeping you away from them. <laughs> Let's see. The, the females are 36 feet tall. Wow. They, they, Sam, Sam's cute. He's, he's only nine feet. He's cute for a houseboat, but the, the, the females, you, you want to you step carefully around on the females. 36 feet tall? That's a big bug. That's a big bug. Sam is shivering here. If you hear any clicking, 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 that's Sam's. That, those are his stinging hairs quivering. Stinging hairs? Yes. They have stinging hairs, like, like on Earth. They have tarantulas. Right. There's a bug called a tarantula. And they have stinging hairs so that they can raise their back abdomen and fire those hairs off. And they make a really, really weird sound. If you can, I don't know if you can hear that or not, but it's a, a rustling kind of sound. That sure. He's just trying not to visualize running into the local matriarch. I appreciate that. So let, let, let's move on before um, poor Sam uh, is uh, chased back into his uh, little web there. Or not so little web. So, Raquel, maybe you could do a... Uh, a reading for Sam, see if he has uh, uh, some off-world uh, in his future. Oh, you got both antennas perked up over here. Might be challenging. Normally, I would have someone choose a significator, basically a card that signifies who someone is. However, you got a lover. That's Sam. I do have a lover. That is a card. Let me take a look. And see if we have, if you don't mind my pulling the cards for him. By all means. Sam, get out of it. Out, out. Shoot, shoot. He's crowding me. I have as a significator the fool. And before you react, 
the fool just means somebody who is young and inexperienced. It does not mean an actual fool. So he is usually a fool as someone who is about to take a journey. Let's see what his future holds. So let's look at his recent past. I'll do with three cards. I have sword six, which shows fleeing to safety, safety and protection, pathway. So it looks as though he was in a difficult situation and he found you. And the two of you work to protect each other. I presume that you protect him from the matriarch and he protects you from the nauseous. And the occasional irate mother. Yeah. Oh, she's good, Sam, isn't she? His current state would be the empress. And the empress is someone who is that you love, that you have domesticity with, stability, harmony. I presume that you are his biggest influence at this particular point in time. Someone he trusts, someone who nurtures him and makes him feel comfortable. See, Sam, I told you. We'll stop it. Yeah. yeah, I know that's true. He'll admit it eventually. You don't, I'll tickle you. For the near future, I have Knight of Wands, which involves a journey, change of address, and adventures. So it looks like there may be more in your future than just taking over your colony and living in domesticity. The cards say there's a future of adventure and being fearless of the unknown, travel, and I'd say that that's about as strong a card for going out into the world or beyond the world as you could have. Ooh, ooh, Sam, you hear that? You hear that? Oh, wait, what? what Somebody let him into the history vids again. There used to be this, I know, Sam, there is a song called YMCA. He loves this thing. I don't know how many centuries old this thing is, but he's dancing. He's dancing, and he's doing this thing with four of his arms, were they going up in a wide? It looks like they're down in an M. You made him very happy. But if you are considering wanting to find a lover, I would go with him. I think, I, you know, oh, he's not getting off here without me. That's a fact. Let me, I tell you, he is not getting off here without me. No, you're not. Too bad. You can't go. People, you scare people. Shut up. I'm going to be with uh, Nikki on this one, Sam. You definitely want to uh, stick with her because, I mean... One, you're going to need her if your translator thing that you... Uh, yeah, you're right. If your vocoder breaks, what you going to do without me? See? Thank you. See? Yeah. You uh, plus, you know, you're going to need her to cover your abdomen, and you're going to need be, be there to cover her back. That's what siblings are all about, you know, cover, yeah. covering each other's backs. Yes, he, he, he comes back. He covers backs really well. All of them. He's a great place to hide under. Well, he's nine feet tall. (laughs) We're uh, just about out of time here tonight. So I want to really thank all of you. Any last thoughts? Uh, Roxel, Dante, let's start with you. It's been a pleasure to meet someone who is as out of the ordinary as I have found myself to be in this world. Well, there's a lot of strange people out there in the universe. We're very glad to have had you. I'm looking forward to having a sissy watched by children. Uh, we'll make we'll take good care of them. We will. 
Yeah. They, they might <laughs> actually be able to wrangle the, the kids there. If nothing else, they'll wrap them up in some silk and <laughs> keep <Yeah>. them contained. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll sleep very well. The sissy, a sissy web is the most comfortable thing you will ever sleep in. It smells like I mean, it, it smells pretty bad, but it, it's it's most comfortable age you'll ever have. Yeah. Hmm. Your kids might sound weird when they come back. They'll still learn how to talk sissy at that. If they're young, they'll talk sissy before they leave. That's cool. That extra languages are always helpful. Um, Roxelle? I've appreciated learning new people and beating this beautiful, beautiful insect or bug or whatever you call yourself. He is pretty. I got I got to say that. The coloration uh, on your abdomen there, Sam, that, yeah, he, that's striking. Yeah, he's blue and red and... He gets excited because he kind of sort of brightens up here. But yeah, he's the cutest house bug in the colony. Don't and I, I know. Okay, I'm saying that in front of you. Don't get, don't get, don't get all swell head on me. <laughs> I, yeah, he's we're giving him a swell head here. He's just preening. So. <laughs> and that's just making him all the more cute. Being a, a nine foot spider that somehow manages to be cute. I, I, I'm in love with this guy. I am. <laughs> Oh, come visit us. We would love to have you over here. We promise, we promise you, you, you Sam, right now, we'll, we'll make you a special nest even. All right. I, will, I'm, I definitely will put that on my uh, vacation to-do list. Now, um, Nikki, how, how about yourself? Any last thoughts? Yeah, I just have had such a good time. It is so nice meeting you guys and listening to Roxelle and getting this good. And thank you so much. This is a great, you gave me hope. You gave me hope I can get out of here finally. And I don't have to leave Sam behind because I've really been kind of sort of worried that if I left, I'd have to leave Sam. And no, Like I not. said, maybe, um, maybe working on the docks where the ship lands and be able to bring the uh, load and unload the ship might be a way to get a relationship started with the spacers and help you get off world. We're certainly going to try. Let me tell you, from here on out, we are certainly going to try. All right. And Sam, any last thoughts from you? He's, he's, he's thinking. Um, he, right now, he's just, he's got like four hand legs preening his, his pincers right now. But he says thank you. And he sends his antenna are curling into love knots, saying how wonderful he thinks you are. So he sends his appreciation and his thanks. And he commends you on your excellent good taste. Well, we were definitely pleased to have Sam on. He's been a very interesting and unique guest. Um, So if you are out there in uh, podcast world looking to find out uh, and read more about these characters, you can uh, find Sam and Nikki in the Sisyphus series, Cherry Pickers, the Sissy and the Pirate. And you can find Roxelle and our lovely demon friend here, Dante Da Silva, in the novel Tarot Queen. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. I was, again, Nigel. Do check the show notes for links. Oh, thank you so much. You take care and stay safe over there, okay? We will. Thank you.